on, niggas. We are back. They even let the. the I think I owe y'all a dollar. About two now. Two dollars. I mean, like, this is the black stuff, so we have. This is a black. We got Micron's legs in the building. (laughs) (laughs) So, Java Tears South. Java Tears South. Look at that quad. And we got the big. Big Daddy, solid, the millionaire, Mr. Millionaire himself, Chiseled Adonis. Jobber Nation, welcome to probably the blackest episode Straight of the Jobber Tears. Fourth annual Chiseled <laughs> Adonis, annual black history episode, wearing all black, wearing all black, aka, aka the Dr. Umar episode <laughs> for the year. And we're well, gonna name it Dr. Umar too, so we can get that that the analytics popping. Oh, uh, true. That's that's real clickbait right there. <laughs> Dr. Umar's on the show. <laughs> Yo, what? I really want him on the what? show. Like, does he does he like wrestling? Oh, like, what well, happened with school. that? Be? Huh? I'm I'm gonna check out his school though in um Wilmington. It's Wilmington. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna he check has it a out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Yeah, the school is built in everything, dogs. But is yeah. it like a like? College like no, school or like no. kids? It's for a, kids. It's a great school. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take my um um I'm gonna take my girl's daughter there, so I'm I'm look like a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he promised me a school how many years ago? I gotta see the fortune of it, what what he's studying. Because he's the only black run black school in America. So Doesn't LeBron got a school? We're not gonna do that. I'm just asking the question. It's not all Well, we have Chisel the Donist on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real life question because I'm saying nah, that, like, not all him. the guy that, I, I the just, guy that founded um, Hollywood Academy Success is him. black. It's not all him, no. They got uh, black, I mean, they got white backers too. Okay. So, so does um, Dr. Umar School. For, 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 donations. Like invest- donations. Uh, that's still, a difference. That's still. No, no, no. It's a difference. That's not a difference. It's a difference. No white, no white man make a decision for the school. Anybody that put money into some shit, what they, they got? Oh, they got a. Oh, so we're not. So if you put a dollar in one thing, you have a right to say something. I mean, if you have, a, if you're a stakeholder, yeah, like you, you have I a vote. The goalposts, big dogs. No, I it's the, the goalposts, big dogs, big dogs, it's true, big dogs. You said if you put money into something, now you go put. No, if you're a stake, no. Like think about it. If somebody Don't has the said, think about it. Somebody say, yo, I want to invest in job or tears. You think they're not gonna want a part in in wanting to make a decision? Investment, but it's donations. He was talking about donations. Donations so, is even worse. Back to Chisel Adonis. Thanks for tax write off. Thanks for coming on this episode. We found out that you are a multi millionaire now. <laughs> See, you know, if we looking for an investor, I think he is sitting right beside me. We, you we, know, we can't you do this all the with job the slams? With, with with the misinformation to already begin. <laughs> that, that's this is ridiculous. I mean, we're giving you the platform to clear the air. Yes, well, uh, um, for one, for those who are unfamiliar, let me catch them up to speed. I am the diligent, vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, analytical, methodical individual, the chiseled Adonis. I love roll. It rolls right off the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. But first really and does. foremost, regarding the multi, multi millionaire <laughs> accusations, it's all a falsity. Let's just <laughs> go that. We'll just nip that in the bud. It's uh, fake news, as they would so, say. So oh. I'm not going to lie. I be pocket watching. Mm. So if we look at your numbers, mm-hmm. any analytics, and, and 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 your YouTube breakdown, you're making a quality living. And then it looks allegedly. like it, it, it's not allegedly. <laughs> he will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> I can look up your tax lifestyle. <laughs> I can look yeah, I cannot confirm nor deny said sentence. But at the same time, we appreciate you 
for coming on this episode to talk about black people in, in wrestling, talk about wrestling in general. We have Mike Rin's legs. Yes. <laughs> Mike here. Yes. In quadricep tendons. Quadri- quadricep tendons in the building. Yeah, he put he put uh-huh. he, he put quality cocoa butter on on, on his arm. Yeah, because if you were ashy, I would have told you about yourself. Oof. Now, I'm like, don't be ashy up here, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls. Um, I want to get this off my chest. <laughs> I want to get this off my chest. Fuck MVP. During <laughs> <laughs> Black History Month. Wow, no, it's never FMVP. Um, I would like to say that um, I was right. About what? You're I know right I'm, mo- I'm I'm jumping ahead, but I want to get this off my chest right here. <laughs> Paige, aka Sahara, whatever you want to Soraya. Soraya, Sahara. <laughs> yeah. Paige, aka Soraya. Yeah, she's the sh- Listen, listen. Overrated, like I said. Mid, mid level. Mid level, like Ant Man the movie. Oh, no. I said I'm it. Go I said it before. She was overrated, and y'all got in my DMs, started harassing me, started talking shit about me, and look at you now. He was big look on, at me now. He was I'm big right. on TikTok. <laughs> like, yo, it got like 50, almost 50, 50, 50K. Mm-hmm. Probably up now. But like I said, has she done anything? Has no. Soraya, a.k.a. Paige, done anything? Like I said, overrated. You can't blame the booker, because I know she got power now. You can't blame Tony Khan. I blame her. She is the Derek Carr of professional wrestling. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Don't play Derek Carr on this one, B. No, no. She is Derek uh, Carr. No, no, no. You just play Derek Carr because he had no O-line, B. No O-line. Like, yeah. there was, yo, there was on his back like a rodeo. Vegas, Vegas gave up on him. Vegas no, didn't build. no. Don't do that no, to him, B. Because y'all, y'all acted like Tony Storm and Soraya was supposed to be the next big thing. Who's y'all? Because these streets, these wrestling streets were acting like they <laughs> were supposed to be the next big thing. Day. And you know what happened? They delivered like Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Wow. No playoff berth. Don't blame nothing. Derek Carr, B. No, nothing. Stop Soraya is a bum. Okay, fine. She's officially well, entered the well. bum lane. So she's Kwame Brown. So I'm, cu- I'm curious here. So it, who would you have alongside her in the bum lane? Because we're talking in. in Are we driving into this no, bum no, no. lane? Like if, we're, if you're driving into this, the there's no coming lane, back after this. Who just, would uh, you see alongside Soraya slash Page in the bum lane? So because we're, we're driving into the bum lane, like everybody get in get in the back of the car. We might as well at this point. We're gonna drive into this bum okay, lane. Okay, bus driver. Ah. Okay. So first things first, this goes across all boards, across all the boards. When I say bum lane, before you people get into my DMs, start talking <laughs> about my mama, start threatening my ex-girlfriend, I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to you. Start start bl- trying to blackball me within the no. independent scene. Saying that how that I'll make sure that he'll make no money out here. Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure I don't make no money. I'm Be not talking to, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about you on TV. Your character. Your character that you play on TV. Yeah. So first things first, will Yuda is up front with me in the bum lane. Whoa! Why? Because the motherfucker can't speak on the mic. Okay, okay, what and else? It's obnoxious. Okay, Yuda. Okay, Yuda, so Yuda sitting next to me. <laughs> next Yuda to you. He's in the, the front. He's the matron. He's, the, he's, uh, he's, the, the pa- he's in the front? He's, he's in the passenger side. He's the matron. Sitting matron. on his best friend's ride, which is me right now. Wow. He's the matron. He's oh, the matron. that's what I saw. <laughs> so far. So, I was okay. like, so Yuda, Bronson Reed, he's, he's right behind me. 
He's right behind me. Mm. I mean, he got a big load in the back. So you sure you got to fit somebody else in the back? <laughs> somebody check on the shocks. That's a, big, that's a big boy right there. He got no pa- neck. Paige and Tony Storm, they both with me on this bum lane right mm. now. We driving down right, hard. Who, who in going, the trunk? Because there's we, no more room in the back. Who? It's a bus. It's been oh, a bus. We, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of seats. There's a lot of seats. Oh. There's a, there's a lot. Anybody want to add anybody to this bum lane? Mm. <sighs> Top dollar. To oh, damn. <laughs> well... He's the maker of the bus. Well, <laughs> well, there it is. Top dollars on the bus. You know okay. why? Top dollars. Yo, yo, it's nothing to his skills, nothing like that. None of that. Yo, he think he's better than he is. Yo, you cannot dress, B. I'm thinking that, I right, cool. This is probably his gimmick. No, you dress like that in real life. Boy, and you swear you fly. I'm thinking that, you know what? He probably don't know better because he probably went off the porch into wrestling. Like a lot of us. Boy, you was in the NFL. That's no excuse, B. Around the flyest of the flyest dudes. And you still know how to dress? He, so he, he on the bum bus. No, he's the he make of dress. it. Because <laughs> the man can't dress. Yes. Well, I, I will say, though, that the, the bum bus is partly sponsored by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So and you see why Vince fired him the first time. That'll mm. definitely he couldn't be dress? Right. Yes. I don't think Vince fired him because he couldn't. Boy! Boy! Could you Boy! imagine? Could you imagine you go into the ring? Obviously, this ain't top dollar, but let's just say you go in the ring, you put on 10 out of 10 type matches. You, you, you're amazing on the mic. But boy, you can't dress. Hey, it's time to get him up out the company. Get him imagine, out the company. Imagine he comes through Gorilla. Come here. Come right. here. Come here. Take, take a seat. Right, what are those shoes? What, what, are those? what are those? What are those? We can't have this in the company. Hey, get him up out of here, man. Get him up out of here. The think co- about the, it. The, think the about WWE it. stock is increasing. Think about it. Can't think, no about it. think about here. it. Think about it. Really think about it. The worst ring gear in WWE. It's top dollar, B. Nah. Out of everyone else. You know, even like scripts. Yeah, yeah, oh, all that, but it makes sense. Scripts? But out of everybody in company, who has the worst ring, in, ring gear? Top dollar. You know what it is? He's not from New York. That's, That's no excuse, though, dogs. Wrestling is his own culture. But the thing is, he's not... Like I'm, I'm trying to. I tell- think the swag that you're looking for for him to to put on the TV screen, he can't deliver because he's not from a place like that. That's like no from where from? So, no, I'm curious. I'm curious. So what would it take him wearing to get in your good graces? Yo, stop dressing like you from the 2000s, B. But no. he is. No. So 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 you he, need him he, to come out like Seth Rollins? Not even. But his swag, but modernize it. But oh, okay, okay. So so let me. Let, <laughs> Wait, so hold on. So, so, so you wasn't feeling JBL suits? You wasn't feeling the baggy suits? But he could fit Hornswoggle in one of the legs. He wasn't. That's feeling? JBL style. Like he's old school. That's, that's acceptable. Okay. He's old school. You understand? Mm-hmm. And Steve Harvey bust out and Steve Harvey suit. I so, can't say so, nothing. So with top dollar, okay. If you're gonna be a rapper, if mm-hmm. that's your, if that, I kind of see where my brother's going with yeah. this. If you're gonna be a rapper and that's your gimmick. When you a rapper, dress like a rapper of the current times. Mm-hmm. Don't dress like a rapper of when DMX was hot. Okay. He's dressing like, 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 like he still wears rock of, like, like rock aware. Maybe that's why. Yeah, it fat farm so and stuff of that nature. Huh? I said maybe that's why it doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> so no. Like, but then with his tag whatever. team partner. Would you say his? No, uh, no. I, I I don't mind Asante. His, his yeah. hair. No, 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 and I don't mind like Asante. No, 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 no. Because no, no. I think his dressing oh, is better yeah, than Top yeah, Dollar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like Top Dollar. 
throws off the aesthetics. Cause you uh, got Bree looking all sexy, you know. You got um 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 Donis looking mm-hmm. good. Top dollar as a big man, he's an eyesore. He looks mm-hmm. like he has holes in his drawers. Okay, okay, he you probably does. You feel me? <laughs> Somebody has and put no limit wrestling gear. That's that's what it looks like. <laughs> no limit yeah. wrestling. Come on, B. I mean, that's actually. But not he a bad he can, idea, he can actually. But the thing about it, he's actually talented. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But there's pageantry in professional wrestling. Okay. So, if you're going to be this rapper, look like a rapper. Like, dress like one. Like, if you're going to dress like a rapper of the current times, do that. Mm-hmm. Like, update the update the wardrobe, get into what you're trying to do, or get a stylist or something. Because it looks like that, I'm going to be very honest, it looks like a white man's idea of a rapper. Mm-hmm. How, how he dresses. He is like, right. Like you feel me though, son. Like if a white man was in, in, in PR, oh, let's a, get a rapper. Look. A corporate white man yeah. would be like, "Yo, this is this, this is, is how a rapper like, looks. This well, is how remember this when, dress." Remember when we had interview B uh, uh, and she mentioned like they didn't even know like what a cipher is. So like there probably are like that. I guess guidance or the direction of like a stylist or nope, something. No, nope. they may not. have. I agree with you. I agree. I see what you mean. I definitely agree with you. <laughs> but he dressed like that in the Indies. I saw his okay. sneakers. His sneakers is to say the most. Uh-huh. He, he, he had a, my he had, nigga spent a solid 16 in front of me off he had, off rip he, he, so I have that bad to say he had sixes on and the white part was yellow ah that's a shame I don't, yeah, so we I got we got means. on this bus so now it's top dollars now on the bus he's the maker so okay he's he gotta be on the bus. bus so then who else is on the bum bus um, who, who else will be on the bum bus Lance Archer um cause I'm fucking braids I don't know who the fuck told that was Look that cool. was a good, that's just not that's not cool <laughs> That's not cool at all. That's not cool at all. Like, okay, stop. okay. So for you, it's Lance Archer. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. Like that was the first person that came to my mind because I was like, he was, he was, he's returning on Rampage, and I was just like, what? Would he, put a, would he put a Ring of Honor? Would he? Who from Ring of Honor? The whole company. No. I already done told you the bus is being sponsored by and paid for by Tony Khan. So no, no, no. That's the, the bus biggest. is sponsored by Top Dollar. No, he's the maker. It's not. it's not. Top Dollar. Uh, top Dollar he's Motors. Not. He nah. He he supplies the gas. If you really want to do that. <sighs> okay. 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 Interesting. But the you know what he should bus? wear? Top Dollar. Wow. More sweatshirts. Stop wearing the jerseys. Throw away those jerseys. Throw away the jerseys. Wear customizable things. That fit what that say top dollar on it. More customizable things. Don't wear a jersey. So you think he should take a book? Well, essentially they kind of wear jerseys as well. But you think he should take a, a book or such a chapter from the Street Profits? Exactly. Of how, you know. You and, have, the, and then the things need to be fit. Need to fit more. Okay. Like we okay. don't wear jean shorts mm-hmm. and basketball shorts anymore. Mm-hmm. If you gonna wear some shorts, throw some sweatpants on. So essentially, if you if if this is gonna be the gimmick, you got to be able to keep up with the times. You yeah, that's but that's that's what I'm okay. thinking about All it. Right. Like, I'm who's who actually looks fly in regular clothes? The Usos mm-hmm. look good. If you if you even if you look at um a, the acclaimed, he's corny like rapper type of thing, but he's his stuff is fitted. Mm-hmm. You got to fit to what what you're trying to do. Okay. And I'm telling you, he talks about he gets money. Get a stylist. Mm-hmm. You on the road a lot. I get that, but get a stylist. Ooh, somebody said Brian Cage. Ah, uh, waste I of talent. Waste of talent, but he he ain't a bum though. He's not on the bus. Yeah, 
But, but he's, he's driving he's the car by. behind it. He's on okay. standby. Okay. He's in the same lane though. He's on the bum. He's on a bum lane. So if those are the current people who's on 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 the bum bus, like because if, if you want to qualify, then historic. Okay, hard, like I was gonna say historically, what other Holly. people would be on that bum bus? Hardcore Holly. Hardcore Hollywood. No. Interesting. The disrespect that they have for hard for Bob is ridiculous. Come on, y'all really act like ridiculous. this. Ridiculous. Yo, oh, some it's real ridiculous. At we this need point. to rewind the hardcore Holly. Like, like career, I don't like. Let's really rewind like Hardcore Holly's career. It's wild. So Hardcore Holly was never a superstar. No, that's correct. Never a superstar. borderline a mid-level player. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and let's put it in in perspective of, of when I say mid-level player, I am talking about B.J. Armstrong. <laughs> I am talking about, let's see, for instance. Um, a solid running back that, does, that gives me about 700 yards a season. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just real great. That's, that's a solid guy. But she acts like this guy was a star. Uh, no. no, he was never a star. He had his moment. I, with, I, I he never had his said he's with, a superstar. But the disrespect that child. What did he do? Give. What did Parker so like, do? Like we're not gonna talk about the like how he was a part of the pack that made the hardcore title be what it was. Molly Holly. Yep. Molly Holly did her thing crash. Crash Holly. And they and, and they and that wouldn't have been on a platform if I Bob wasn't the one in the forefront of that. I guarantee if Crash wasn't short, <laughs> he would have been way higher in wrestling. Nah, R.I.P. to my man Crash Holly though. Yeah. But yeah. And, and listen, listen. I'm not saying he was bad. No. Was he a pivotal? Was he a solid player? Or was he a solid player? Yeah. He was the missing seasoning in certain in certain mm-hmm. segments. He was definitely not the missing season. He just added Bro. season. Exactly. This shit just tastes a little Parker bit better. Holly is a Toyota Camry. Reliable. It's safe. Nah, he's not. He's not a Toyota Camry See, because he, he got sure a, he, he got an attitude. He got attitude. Oh, okay. he, he was acting like, like he was a superstar when, when he fought Brock. Okay. Bro, no, you weren't. Okay, See, okay. no, you weren't. Th- there, I can completely agree with you there, right? Because I, <laughs> I can look at it from the angle of he was essential in the development of a lot of people w- during that era because he was a solid guy. You could throw him in a match with somebody. You'll get a decent match. It won't put somebody super over. He wasn't creating superstar. Oh, I beat Bob Holly. I took down <laughs> Hardcore Holly. Give me a title shot. That wasn't happening, right? But... With Hardcore, he was somebody where when you talk about that era of wrestling, you I, the, regarding the Hardcore division, you can't just gloss over him like the man yes, ain't exist. No, you can't. He played, a, can. he played he, a really be, big role in that. Nobody mentioned his nah, Hardcore well, antics. Because really, in the, if it you really think about it, with, with, the, with no, the Hardcore it division, it wasn't that big. Oh! I would put Al Snow over him. I, I would put fucking um, Boss Man over him. Like, nah, like, and don't get me wrong. When Steve Blackman came out with the numchucks and all that shit, and the music was popping, mm-hmm. nah, that, I don't take that away from Steve him. Steve Blackman, but I definitely fought in don't. Yeah. He fought in the Lions Dead's match. That's only why you put him over. The only reason why you put him over. Hold on, he had an epic feud with the with the. With, with the son, with the with the owner's son, you, that means he killed you, uh, Shane McMahon. You are he climbed up like it, this. You're yeah, only putting it over. Up. Yeah, but there were so many people in the hardcore division. There were so many people who <laughs> Listen, had great moments. He is top tier, mid level. That is it. That's the only thing I'll give That's hardcore fair. Ollie. Hardcore Hollywood. But, 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 but these streets be acting like this guy's a legend. On my nigga Bob, though. No, we're not acting like he he this top tier guy now. Now we like. If you like him, you like him. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I forget all about him all the time. Nah. 
Truly, I think he's somebody who should be like, we're out of, because I don't know what he does now, but he's somebody who should have been like, all right, you put him at the performance center. You he was at the performance center. He, he was on like tough enough. Blue, he yeah, beat yeah. up people. He beat up people on tough yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's where things go crazy. Because I remember I was watching a clip, um, I think a few days ago, where Kurt Angle was talking about with Bob Holly, where, um, <laughs> he was training like when when a lot of people when it comes to development or whatever they mm-hmm. would throw Bob Holly out there and he would help train individuals so he could be something like a Billy Gunn something of that nature but really as it pertains to superstardom he was never that guy he's not even he he's, not, he's not even on the bottom yeah, he tier. was never that guy so anytime he's, you hear him talk as if he was that level of, rele- of relevancy then I can understand why people are like, like oh, come he's on he's like now. the ninth person off the bench man but but like, it's, you still need him though yeah you would still need him don't you do would that. still need him like he, he, don't he do played that. he played a role he lasted I don't for like a period the disrespect y'all have for my, my man Bob he was alright he was alright don't get me started how they about to put these tag belts on them don't get me started on that they really they ain't gonna pull that trigger. So so, <laughs> but actually, so let's actually get into the elimination chamber. Yeah. It we uh thanks once again to everyone that came out to I Legends. I was right throughout the whole thing. Thank you for everyone that came out to the pay per view viewing party. Um, we appreciate Mike? you guys. Um, actually, wait, Mike, who's on the bum bus for you, real quick? He can't say that. He a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. He can't say that. He can say whatever. No, no, he can't. This is politics. He, I, I, we put him in that position. <laughs> that would have cost a man a job. Man, man will not get booked for the rest of the year because of one person. Except one person's on the bum bus. Mm-hmm. 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 But they never gonna pay him no money. Cause take a look at those quadricep tendons. Come on now, take a look at the they quadriceps. Know. You know, damn. You know, J- knows how on, how political this game right? is. Don't forget about the calves either. The calves mm-hmm. is in there too. Super, super political. Like, listen. I look like my brother, so that's ready. Like what well, he's uh, everything. So mm. I, I like I accepted this bus a long time ago. Like that was uh. the verbal contract we have. Really? Oh, so you you've you've run into some some adversity in in, in the business. Oh, it's coming. Getting booked for, but for it's just for, like for nobody was saying in my face. Ah, okay. Because well, of my aura. See, see, but that's the thing. See, if 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 they're not willing to say it in your face and and they'll only say it behind your back. When you know when you see them, then you can have a conversation. I mean, you don't gotta ele- you know escalate to anything physical, really, but you always have a conversation. That's wrestling in a nutshell. Yeah. But um, elimination chamber was this past oh, weekend and. Mm-hmm. Montreal, Quebec, Canada, mm-hmm. and we, man, what? Listen, WWE did that. Like, if if you really had, like, people could always pinpoint things that could have been different, that could have been right, that could have been wrong, but overall, top to bottom, that was probably one of the best elimination chambers pay per views that has been on. Like they said, it was the highest gate mm-hmm. for them. The most viewed elimination chamber pay per view of all time. Um, hey, I throw your ones up, baby, because nah, the bloodline did it again. The bloodline did it again. The bloodline did it again. Roman Reigns once again. <laughs> Needle mover. You heard what she said? Highest gate. Highest gate. Most viewed. The streets is out here watching because you I know think- why. Because the bloodline did Listen, their thing. Mm-hmm. John so, Cena, uh, John Cena, this was like level of like one night stand. You know, level uh, of. The heat, he, l- now, listen, y'all already know my, my riff with, with, with Roman and I keep the same energy, but that nuclear heat that yes. he got in Quebec, yes. baby, you could, I, I was, I was impressed. I said, oh, okay. He's finally unlocked the thing that I think he's been trying to do for the past almost 10 years. <laughs> so this was, re- it was a good moment really for the both of them. If you really look at it from Roman's standpoint of being able to hold the character, being able to give Sammy that moment, him coming, even being able to the point of coming out first. 
mm-hmm. I yep. think it, it's always the little things for me um, when it comes to those moments and Roman letting him soak up the moment and, and it being, you know, that, you know, that big for him, for Sammy, first time main eventing a, a big WWE pay-per-view in that such. But um, let's talk about the chamber matches first. We had, I think the women's had started off. Um, and they had once again the winner of the women's elimination chamber going to face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Did the right person win? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Next. So Asuka will now be facing um, Bianca Belair, which I think it's a really good move on their part. Um, low key, it's the it's it's the it's the in the move in the right direction because either way if you know i don't want bianca to lose but if she does once again she's shown you she can bounce back Mm -hmm. so i don't think you know either which way is going to be really good um then we had the tag the um mixed tag of judgment days um finn balor and rhea ripley versus the grit couple um beth phoenix and edge Next. Magnificent. Them doing FTR's finisher at yep. the end. Strider machine. It was dope. That's it. What's next? Uh, um, <laughs> let's see. Why are you rushing through it? Because all now I'm just saying it was the best match. One of the best match. Um, then we had the men's elimination chamber match. Oh no, we had Brock yeah. and Bobby. Oh, Brock and Bobby. Yep. I didn't like the finish. I actually but I understood did. Why? But I, I didn't did. Like the finish. I did. He they 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 did the, the low blow like you and Simon did low key, mm. where he yeah. didn't really hurt him, hurt him. But I I liked it because I think it it gives still the it extended it at least to mm-hmm. where we need to get to WrestleMania. But you know what's bizarre about that was on the SmackDown leading into Elimination Chamber, Wyatt had come out and said, Yo, "Whoever tra- wins." Yeah would have to he's coming for them so with the finish of 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 the chase that's what it made me not like the finish because right that clearly there's meat on the bone still Madden. for How, brock and bobby however, so how though, do you fit wyatt in here now? so it's interesting that you say that because they he did say the winner technically bobby lashley won the exactly match. Yeah. so is it the route that we go Bobby and Bray at some point do we go like are we gonna do that because then on the Raw after Elimination Chamber Omos challenged Brock that's what's so confusing which it's funny to me because and it low key makes sense because last year's Mania he faced Bobby yeah he faced Bobby so it all I think all those pieces I think will fit somehow it's just the beauty of not knowing how but I think they will listen that match gonna be trash it's because you know what it is you know what it is it's always Brock for some reason why because mm-hmm. Brock with certain competitors he's like because like Brock could just do the bear like he could do a 65 like 65 is passing in high school in, um, in, in New York that's 65 that's the bare minimum of a C mm-hmm. he does a C work we all pop him versus um Brock I mean um, Lashley Omos? that was a C him mm-hmm. versus Omos that's gonna be like a what a C so I'm not hyped for it because it's like, him, all right. I actually think him and Omos, it'd be an even worse match because the yeah. positive of last year when Bobby fought Omos, Omos went in undefeated. He had never lost. We never saw and this one, dude really deal with and yeah. He manhandled yeah. a bunch of people and then Bobby won. So you're like, oh, well, things work. Now with Omos, he doesn't have the same head of steam that he had before. So if you come out and you challenge Brock, 
Nobody looks at it all, oh, boy, Brock better watch out. That's not the case. And with Brock and Bobby, I think they still have a lot of, like, for one, there's a lot of meat on the bone that still exists there. And they can put together a good program Some if they're given what them, is the problem you know, legitimate time and an actual story. What is wrong with you? Oh, you worried about damn sneakers. sneakers. God yeah. damn it. But you know, they, they, they I I think they, they have a legitimate chance with Brock and Bobby to go somewhere with it because it really works. They have the history. They're both legitimate at that. So since that's the case, I think that needs to be the match. And if you're gonna introduce Wyatt, then I think it shouldn't be a matter of, well, whoever won the match, now Wyatt will deal with them. Why not have a situation where Wyatt and I guess that Uncle Howdy or whatever? Nigga, the guy it is, is his brother Bo. Yeah, it, it's gotta be Bo Dallas. <laughs> but and I- I didn't realize it until, but the wild part is that would be a good tag team match though. I, I've always said I felt like the Uncle Howie's had been changing yeah. low key mm-hmm. leading up to Rumble. Shorter, crazy. Yeah, like one was thick, one was smaller. It was weird. Mm-hmm. But this past SmackDown was the first time I was very certain that that was yep, was yep, Bo because yep. of the earring. Mm-hmm. I said, "Whoa, like that's him. That's how that's gonna go." Mm-hmm. So, but my take with Omos though is I feel like. It could be the way for them to prove to Bobby to come back to the Hurt Business. Mm. And I feel like in that wow. way, if they if they take out his biggest problem mm-hmm. and show him like, yo, we're about being together and about helping him. I think that that could be the that could be the way to the help that, that could guess, be it, it could be the, the lane that they may go into. It wasn't the reason why they broke up. It was MVP. Mm-hmm. But MVP's trying to right his wrong. So you that is true. He is so, trying to write his wrong. If, if you see from the last, okay. uh, really the last six months, all MVP has been trying to do is write the wrong with Bobby. Mm-hmm. And Bobby's been like, nah, I, I'm good. I don't want to hear it. 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 But if MVP does the ultimate, like, I got you and I'm going to take care of the thing. Not to say that you couldn't, but I'm going to help my brother in this. It can show him like, all right, he's really on my side. But he beat Brock He before. really wants to. Yeah, exactly. I think so that's the only problem. But see, the thing with him beating Brock, though, it wasn't super clean. That was at Rumble. Mm-hmm. When Roman and yeah, them had they, screwed him, yeah, they threw in the uh, the title, and that was the and that was the one he got on him. And then when and then when Brock won, it was with Chamber, mm-hmm. low key. So it was against other. It was always people involved. Yeah. So really, both wins aren't as clean as we as you know as we make it seem. And then the other pinfall one where he had him in the hurt lock, but then and Brock then he fell back. Yeah, and Saudi. Yeah. It was oh, it's always been something not clean. Oh, so that's why the ending to Elimination Chamber made sense to me because every time they fought even though it's been that big fight feel it has it's never been clean mm-hmm. because they've been that's the way they've been able to extend it okay that's been able that's the way they've been able to create that story that we've now we're all locked into like we're like okay what's okay, next i'm not disagreeing with you thousand percent agree with you but it's just like omar's just a wrench and then like what? It's because it's because niggas ain't see, already. Y'all niggas not has a, a bigger picture though. Niggas okay. is not already on the Omos train anyway. So I think already. Oh, I am. Oh, but I'm just saying in general. I think once Omos did the challenge, everybody was like, "What? Like, what is he gonna do? Why would he do that?" And it's just like, damn. It's, to, it's the it's to show how much of a menace Omos is. That's the point of this whole thing. But he hasn't mm-hmm. done nothing menacing though. But the thing about it, him going up against Brock. One of the biggest bosses over the past twenty five years like of Resident pro- Evil of, of professional wrestling Nemesis, yeah. and then and then like it's it's what is it doing is is legitimizing Omos as 
that big man. Yeah, because every person he's fought has been like someone that's been in the business over 10 years. It's putting him over. And people keep acting like they double. The thing about it is a couple of things you can't teach. You can't teach speed and you can't teach size. size. Omas has size. You're not going to find that walking down the street on on any given day. He's he's he is athletic for his size, so he could do things. Yes, many people not might not be a fan of him, but I like to have something like old school oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a that he what I agree with you. What Omas is is an attraction. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. He's over 7 foot tall. Mm-hmm. He's huge mm-hmm. like pause and <laughs> it's you could say he black. And the thing about it, he's he speaks multiple languages. He's mm-hmm. educated. He's mm-hmm. super media trained. Mm-hmm. Like cool, cool vibes. But it's not. It's it's the nice, bigger. Nice. It's the bigger Lucky. picture of the whole situation. The aesthetic. You put him in with Brock. You're gonna. It, it gives. Yo, oh, that's a, oh, that's a huge match. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so that's the just aesthetically. Oh, so, like, so looking. okay, so that's the casual fans match. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah but but in the in the grand scheme of thing, and then that's where I'm with, with with you on it was. It has to make sense in a in, in, in a but sense. But it because, does though. No, no, no. It does aesthetically. But no, even is, even storyline. But, but, but the thing was with Omas for Brock to go from Bobby. To now Omas, you have to make Omas appear to be so legitimate to where he can, you know, win that match without needing outside outside help. Because I think if there's a situation where Omas wins and there's some, you know, outside sort of situation, everybody's got to be like super, you know, Mm. hurt business coming together. They got to be heels. Everything else got they got to be bad guys because Brock for right now really is it. He's a face, you know. So since that's the case. Yeah, but whatever the case may be with 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 um Omas, I think it what they should have done was have him rack up victories against other you know bigger like for if if he had squashed Braun Strowman something of that nature and then he takes on other bigger guys and runs through them him calling out Brock people would sit there like oh wait a minute. Wait a minute now. The biggest problem that I have is the fact that he calls out Brock. Nobody believes he'll he'll beat Brock. So okay. that's the only issue that I have with I, it. I, I if guess. they gave him some time between him calling out Brock and then, you know, re-legitimizing himself, then I'd have been all for it. If there was, like, plotting the seed since, like, Survivor Series or maybe even go back till SummerSlam, where his only loss was against Bobby. But... Because of the time that we've seen him on camera, whatever the case may be, he was never really presented as, yo, I'm this big monster okay, type dude so anymore. Let me ask you a question. Modern day WWE, right? Mm-hmm. They have legit big dudes, yeah. right? They have the Braun Strowmans, you know, they have the Armas, mm-hmm. they have um um, um Bronson Reed, yep. they had my son in NXT, Saucy, Saucy Santana. They got my son out there. Saucy. His name is definitely not Saucy Man. Saucy Santana. It definitely is Quincy. Quincy. Yeah. Okay, Saucy Santana. <laughs> that definitely is not. He definitely is not Saucy Santana. But <laughs> nevertheless, though, you have all these big dudes. Come on, man. Yeah. It's mass sugar in his mm-hmm. tank. Hey. Like, literally, there's no gas. There's sugar in there. <laughs> so, with all these... <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, y'all. With all these big guys, you right? you said what you mm-hmm. said. It's not their fault. It's their size. Yep. The booking... Has not been favorable to them mm-hmm. because look at um look at um look at um what's the first one with the um he had red pants he was who who am I son Rico um we're Rico Braun Strowman right yeah, yeah oh Rico booty what about him the way that Triple H booked these book guys is terrible yeah Vince booked him way better mm-hmm. 
You feel me? So he's going through these big guys, does nothing. That's why I thought for Omas, if anything, have him fight Brunson Reed because that's an unknown situation because with Reed coming up, looks like a monster. Thus, thus far, he may have taken an L in the chamber, but look how they look good in the chamber. They, they oh, made, no, they him, made lose him lose in the chamber they, with everybody they literally, coming together. And we can now transition and talk about the men's mm-hmm. elimination chamber. They literally the made transition. everyone. Thank you. This is what I do. They literally made every single person in that chamber look really good. Even mm-hmm. your boy Johnny Gargano. I mm-hmm. said, damn. And that's the thing that they have to do with these big guys in the rosters. Like, they look, they're like entertaining, but where's the menacing? When Big Show was here, you felt it, B. When, well, when Kang was here, you felt it. But then, then, they, but then they took his mask off and then it was trash. No, 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 no. That first that first year and a half was great. Yo, when he came out with the dudes, yeah. like him, Corona, I wasn't he was wild. I wasn't scared he anymore. He was wild. I wasn't scared anymore. Well, you wasn't scared when you saw his face? No. no that was an ugly man. Yo, no, tank no. top? The whole, yeah. because you know what? My whole, like beginnings of wrestling and that story between like i always tell them my favorite mania is 14 and it's really more of the storylines than the actual like pants like the actual show itself i mean mm-hmm. the show is really good too but the whole lead up with taker and him and then like mm-hmm. my brother and then being burned and then paul finding him like all that shit like even after that it still held on like i still but then when that mask came off i was just like He's a regular person. Now. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So take them as nah, regular. Yeah, correct. That's okay. the perfect way to but, say it. Okay. But just to add on, you said I. I definitely agree. Every man in that elimination chamber look good. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Logan Paul. He even looked good. Listen, mm-hmm. one of the that lariat. Whoever taught Logan Paul that fucking buckshot lariat, he needs to thank him because. He makes it look better than Hangman. I I put down everything. I feel he, like Hangman got more aggressive. Nah, uh, I no. think nah. Not Logan and day. Logan low key. It's almost like like a RKO out of nowhere. Like it literally was a lariat out of nowhere. Like my man literally agile as fuck popped on that pop top rope and flung himself and then hit him. Like it, looks it was better because of his height and his, his length. Well, it, it's you also got, you also got to look at it as Logan is fresh. Mm-hmm. Into wrestling, so his body has does not have many that many bumps oh, on his card. Mm-hmm. I ain't his fight. bump card probably got like 20, yeah, 25, 20 25 yeah. like clips in that, mm-hmm. and he don't wrestle like that. Either. He doesn't wrestle like that. So I don't want to take anything from, and I understand what everybody's saying because it does look great. But I don't want to take Ooh. anything. I want I don't want to take anything from from Paige because oh no, I love me some cowboy it, shit. It, it, it's it's. Bro, he's beat up. Yeah. Paige is like 35 years old. Mm-hmm. He's been wrestling for like how many years? And like, <laughs> 15. Like solid 15 years. He's been wrestling years. for a while, yeah. Like, Logan Paul's out here looking, looking amazing because mm-hmm. he ain't beat up. I think yeah. about Logan Paul go to his icy whatever high tech stuff like yep. LeBron. Um, 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 Adam um, Page goes to his pool in his house. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when his first year. Adam Page first year compared to Logan Paul's first year. His first year, he probably cramped up in the car like this. Yep. Or then I go to the next show, or uh, the next show, or I go back to my nine to five. And during that time, you was not getting health insurance. Nope. He, no, he was. He was a teacher, so he was getting good, good health insurance. When he so. first started wrestling. When he first started out, he probably was working towards, yeah, you probably, know, becoming yeah, a teacher. Probably, probably towards, towards. Like at that point, you're in a situation where, when you really, you know, grind the hell, you know, the grind. When you were, when you, when you grind in your beginning, 
You ain't got no well. Mike you knows. know, I could. I, I Mike got knows. what I need. Mike you go. Oh, you man. really going through. You got to drive he, he from was show three to a different show. A handshake, a hot dog, and, and, and some ring pussy. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. And, and you be lucky if you get the third. Lucky. Sometimes well, he had some hair in a tissue. He had some. Nah, he hands. He got long hair. Yeah, that don't mean it work. But when he came up, everybody had long hair. Was handsome. It's good conditioned. Bro, come on, come on. Come but, on, uh, he's a but the real, with long yeah. hair. the real. Not if you're in the wrong city. I'm dead. <laughs> the aesthetic won't work in New York. Not in New York. It works easy in New York. You see these? You see how these never not everywhere. Not everywhere. What the cowboy shit? It's working definitely in New York. Oh, that shit would definitely work here. Um, but let's talk about the real MVP mm-hmm. of the Elimination Chamber, Montez Ford. Hell of a performance. The last entry into the chamber. Um, what a sh- did did he not showcase him? The Spider Man move, the mm-hmm. where we all everyone stopped. I've never seen everyone just pause the way that everyone paused at the bar. Like everybody was like, "Oh, sh- like what's how, what is going on here?" Like just the the overall like just everything. It's just what he, they have planted with him being kind of the first solo mm-hmm. match, and it, and it's how big of a match it was. It was for the U.S. title. It's if he's not doing big things within the next year, just even solo, then I don't know what we're going to do. But it was just really good to see them really showcase him in, in that light. And really, Bianca had posted his gear because she knows she made this gear. Fire. And said that it, it they only had, I think she said, 48 hours mm-hmm. for him to make the gear. Yo, yo and everything. not going to hold you. She might be top tier wifey of all time. Oh, without question, fan. Like, l- l- like, without question, like there, there's certain levels of wifey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Describe the wifey levels. Fan. But I think she's like she she is definitely up because you have to understand she got her own shit to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Her own. Her own she thing. got her yep. own thing going on. And he and she knew how important this match. Is. She out here probably up like two a.m. after yep. wrestling. Yeah, yep. she had said she said between the flights, um, right before when they got to, um, Quebec in the hotel, like she literally the level spent. of dedication. Yep. To to this marriage, mm-hmm. and 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 you know he don't even have to ask because this is just who she is. She don't even make them like that you anymore, know? son. Right? They don't uh, even make the them like that time, anymore. The next time uh, that she has she has like a a, a signing or something out here, I, I can't. A lot of you, dog. I might have to take a piece of the head, go call call up the scientists or something to try to make some sort of situation. Because you gotta, you gotta understand, it's a difference when like I got nothing else I'm, I got going yep. on, but I have a ton of stuff going She's on. She's the champion, L- literally the, the face, face of the women's, of the women's were, division. Yeah, and they were on a media run because yep. they had oh, did because yeah. that was Valentine's Day week. Yep. So they were on Sherry's show yep. here in New York. Um, they had just did the um the Andy Cohen show like a few weeks ago. Like mm-hmm. they literally just been like on the road and Bruh. just popping in and out and what doing media support. stuff. Support. So you call teamwork. Support, That's what you call. But it actually, woman. it goes back to you, you know what my favorite one of my favorite pictures of them um is when he first won the NXT tag titles <sighs> when at that takeover. And backstage, that first, like, when he came behind Gorilla and they had showed the clip of her, like, hugging him and he, like, broke down and, like, they took the pictures and stuff with him with the tag belt. I was just like, that's the that's the type of support. Like, yeah. just, it, not even yeah. just in wrestling, just in general, mm-hmm. that you want in a relationship. Like, I, when you said top wifey, I was like, listen, Beth Phoenix need to be on that list. Because, listen, ooh, ooh, the fact that ooh. she took a concerto for her, yep. for her nigga. Oh, man. She she out here letting him still go back on the road and do what he loves and still kind of and, and yep. still have two little girls at home Man. like 
it, it's a lot to be on the road and mm-hmm. and in that type of and we we've talked about relationships and love yeah. and wrestling and things like that because it's not easy like you you got a half the year you on the road you don't like going back to the paul Heyman promo when he was out here talking to Cody, I was like, damn. I felt I felt every piece of that pro <laughs> because legitimately I thought he was going to set it up in a situation because a bunch of people have been talking about, man, what if we could get Brandy and 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 Heyman in the in, no, in the, in the I, ring together? I'm, please I, don't I, do no, that. No, it's not going to be that. good. He's no. going to destroy it. He's going to. But like, what you call it? What was his name on Eight Dubs? That um, the fucking boxing dude, the the UFC, UFC guy. Mm. What was his name? That OD her on AEW, and I was like, damn, like there was whatever nothing. his name was, um, Dan yeah. Lambert. Dan Lambert. Hey, oh, I'm gonna tell you this right, yeah, this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's to a point, like certain couples can never break up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like trips and stuff. Yeah. I don't care if yeah, listen. I don't. I don't care that. who does what. It can't happen. Not on my watch. Yo, take like, like Michelle McCool. No. Oh, yeah, Michelle and Take. Montez yeah. Ford and Bianca. Yeah, they can't, Never. They can't break up. Bro, we're invested now. Yeah, yeah. We, we all, we we all are, part we're in the relationship. Becky we're in the marriage. Becky and Seth. Yeah. yeah, we're all in this marriage yeah, together. Yeah, but, And you know, you know, I'm not even a sentimental guy. Like, not a, like, but for whatever reason, when WWE does that first moment through, like, the curtain. Yeah. And then you see, you especially if it's wrestler and wrestler and they together. Man, that joint just gets me, though. <laughs> Like because, when Becky won the two belts at yeah. Mania, it's so funny. So that same night, I saw the both of them together, and it hadn't been like it was rumored yeah. that they were together. And I was at the host hotel, hanging out, and then we saw them come up the escalator. I, I had to text my homegirl Angie because my homegirl in Chicago. I was like, "Bitch, Becky and Seth are together, together, like for real, for real." They just came up this elevator. <laughs> together like but in that moment of when she won and he was he was the first person she embraced like mm-hmm. those are the moments you live for like yeah. but the thing yeah. is y'all can't break up now nah yeah, you like can't, you, can't. you can't like you can't. god for, listen bianca belair and montez ford have a family together legit family they got yeah. kids they got mm-hmm. they t- they're married if these two <laughs> ever break up i am on a one flight Straight to their crib. We're going to the house and we with a marriage counselor. Right? Yeah, we're gonna get on yeah. the boat because you guys cannot out. break up. Yeah, and I right. know it's a lot of pressure on them because at the end of the day, it's their lives. Yeah, it's it's what they got to do. But but I don't care. Look mm. at like Naomi and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah, no, they, no, they these, no, but no, these people cannot break up. And I'm telling, especially Bianca and Montez, they cannot break up because you know what. We are invested. Right. You know what? We are part of this marriage with you. Right. Y'all got problems? Figure it out. Figure Fix it. it. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Why you like this? Because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true to truth. Like, nah, they, they got to figure it out. I'm invested out. now. I'm invested now. I like what you guys have going on. I know y'all got to have problems. Marriage is hard. Yep. Marriage is a journey. It's not a destination. Is your shorty a doctor yet? Hmm? Oh no no not at all. You still well? Yeah. yeah. She was actually at the. She was at yeah, the show. Yeah, it, it scared me a little bit when I asked. I was like, oh shit, no, y'all not what together. Show? Oh shit. Yeah, she was at the when we when, um, when I went to Raw and I ran into you guys at Raw. Yeah, she was. Standing oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should have introduced her. Oh, you know. How did you know? That can't end. 
Huh? We're what invested now. Oh, you invested? Damn. I kind of am too. Yeah, like Not that's right. why I, I low key was trying to figure out a way how to ask about you and Shorty because I was yeah, just like, yeah, you too. I want to politely. You too. Uh, I think I've reached the point because all of y'all niggas are invested. So now, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it is the wildest thing. I always tell Mikey that all the time. I'm like, they like you way more than me. I just want you to know because even when we when we first got together, Matthew goes, he goes. Should I get invested? Like, is this gonna be for real, for real? And I was just like, you, you can get invested. Never if you invested like. in mines. Yeah. Never get invested. I tell, <laughs> I know. I tell them all the time. My brother. Yeah, knows. I think you've been in like in, in 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 the four episodes that we've had. I think you've been in two different relationships. <laughs> Solid two. God damn. <laughs> and I never get invested. They were trying to be my friend every time. Look like nah. It was like deep one. Deep down line. inside. No, no. It was one. Look, I think my spirit. I was like, Deep down inside, I'm like, it's not gonna lie. There's a couple I liked. There was the, the kind of like low key, the last one. Low key, she was just like, she was low key ratchet, but it was like, I, I was rooting I for her, her. Especially for her. I was rooting for her. <laughs> I still but, liked her. But it was just but, like, you know, at the end of the day, I always say his happiness, it, yeah. it, it mind you, everybody. Mind so, you, mind you, okay. it's never the woman, especially this last one. Like, who? I still like support her business, I support her everything, but. With him, you don't get too invested. Listen, fair enough, fair enough. It, it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You go on the ride, you enjoy yourself, and you get off. That's it. Wow. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga just basically said, My life is Universal Studios. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, basically. <laughs> There's different parts of islands. Islands of adventure. Right. No, no, no. Better yet, his relationship is like um, Kingdom Kai. Where, like, it goes to oh, the very shit. top, very fast. It comes down. Ah. <sighs> I yeah, but essentially, because I, I I look at it from, of course, in the relationship, they're all the roller coasters, but the relationship should actually be the amusement park because you're gonna go through all of the different roller coasters, Ooh, but then you have to stick through that's it, a bar. you know, with everything. I but like uh, essentially, I kind of like what Chris Rockin said, you know, a relationship or even with a marriage, uh, it it's only becomes difficult when there's only one person that's working on. Ah, uh, I so agree. if both if both individuals have made the commitment to try to make it work, then it'll work. But you, for but you, to a certain extent, because ultimately, if things like, they're unequally yoked listen, and all that other listen. stuff. Then there's only so much somebody when you're can take, carrying a relationship. Oh, it's pain. It's pain. Like my back hurts. But oh, see, absolutely. But there's gonna be parts in but the relationship. But that's where you gotta have that though. intervention. You gotta sit them down. Like, hey, listen. No, this I, but, there's, listen. but there's gonna be parts. I'm where gonna, you're gonna be like LeBron. More. Get traded. Mm. Oh well. Wow. Get off my team. Wow. You know what I like to do? I I, I like to introduce. You know, d- just the idea of. You know, you're not. It's not as if you can't get replaced. I think that's you. You kind of have to introduce that. But I like, like you kind the of most. like when Vince, when Vince had brought when the NWO came to WWE and you inject a little bit of poison into you know the business. So for me, anytime that things fall on hard times and it's an extended period, because of course. There'll be days in which you're like, man, I don't even want to see you right yeah. now. And th- if it if that goes from days to weeks, That's you know you got a problem. Yeah. When it becomes months, yeah. you gotta it, you gotta out. figure out what it is that you're really trying to do here. Because Listen, if you, nah, there's he, no nah, way. Nah, Sometimes. he figures that out less than three three to five business days. You have That's you, have, you have a solid six months. Mm-hmm. After that, if you start fucking up, we are done. But yeah, I, and, and, and I've don't texted about him. Don't forget about him. Like he's perfect on this yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. No, no, I've perfect. texted them and I've tweeted this. Mm-hmm. Good luck on your future endeavors. Ah, fair enough. All right, Lauren. But yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he's perfect. I didn't say I was perfect. Nothing. I didn't I, say I was perfect. I you know what is perfect? Those quadriceps tendons. <laughs> Yo, why, 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 Mikey just texted me? Got to wiggle it. Saying, <laughs> he said, "Yo, the nigga sitting next to Wilkins with the shorts has me dead. It's like he's Wilkins trick Williams." 
I said that's funny as hell. That's my heat right there. It's my heater. Y'all do look alike though. No, we don't. What? Not at all. all. It just make making shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Just making shit up for no reason. But anyways. Back to look swag. I got some like um energy. First things first, dynamite sucked last week. Wait, no, hold on. Before we what? It's just like okay. This is just being honest. Like you can talk about this after the show. Oh, talk about after. The one thing that got him intrigued was like, <laughs> wait, hold on. You trying to come at me? No, or no, what? no. He said, "I'm just here. I'm a prop. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do these." But no, um, just real quick to wrap up Elimination Chamber. Um, Austin Theory did retain the title. Mm-hmm. Um, they did plant the seeds for Logan Paul. They continue planting the seeds for Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, which will be really, really good. Um, at WrestleMania. Um, and then the main event. Um, where we had Roman Reigns versus the hometown hero Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Roman retained, but the battle the the battle ended, but the war I think is still going on. So we fast forward to you know we had Jay come out, he's smashing Jay like he did Sammy at Rumble. I was like, oh my god, this is this is not okay. And then, but once again, it's just it's the little things. And then you know Kevin Owens coming out, letting him have you know his ten seconds, and then him letting Sammy finish up. Um, it just was overall a really, really great pay per view. Um, top to bottom, they you know six matches in and out. Um, they did really good with that. So now we're really now officially fast tracking to WrestleMania. Um, where once again you have Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. So far, you have Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed um world title. Um, you have uh, who else is you have Oscar versus Bianca Belair locked in. Um, so let's see what else the next like what four or five weeks left. Yeah, they need the IC, the US, yes. and um. Universal. Well, the US title, I'm yeah, gonna let you know, it's gonna be Jonathan Cena. Cena. They just announced Raw will be Raw the Raw March 6th. Oh, it's gonna be in hometown. It's yeah. gonna be in Boston, yeah. and, and Cena's making an appearance. Theory had mentioned in his uh promo. And it's, the you press know, conference. Past, yeah, in the press conference. Yeah. And then also, again, in uh, the promo leading into his uh, battle against Edge, he had also name-dropped Cena again. Mm-hmm. So with that being the case, they've already planted the if seed. If Cena comes back, he got to come back as so. Nah, he got to come. Nah, yeah, yeah, nah yeah, my man yeah, got to yeah. come out Jersey, yeah, Thugonomics, yeah, 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 yeah. legit. Like, he got he to gotta face Austin Theory in the phase yeah. that he was in. Yeah. Like, he's in yeah, that Thugonomics phase, and so he has to meet him yeah. where he's at. So I'm excited for that. He has to win. You like you know, and title. what's what's interesting about Yo, even with what all the Cena title matches and what the spinner belt? Yeah, he you, might, he might, holy he shit. might. But then the only problem is how long would he be champion and who takes him down? Does he still do the open challenge till like SummerSlam? So, so it can it can work depending on what his booking wow. situation is. Could but we, it can work. It could be legitimately Cena as the U.S. champion. And it could really, work. Yo, Cena's gonna win. Could no, we get Summer Cena? Lose. I think he's gonna lose. Could we get Summer Cena? But no, we are not. If if his if 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 his schedule. You know, a lot's the time to where he actually can do it. He can legitimately win. Yeah. But me personally, I'm right there, which there ain't no way he gonna yeah, win. Thing he's about gotta it, lose. He, he, he's what we what we're getting right now is we are legit getting the evolution of Austin Theory. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. He has it's, to win. It, it's the the it's not it's not a rocket on his back. Mm-hmm. It's like he's he's slowly going up this mountain Slow top. This is what they should have done last year. On a car right now, mm-hmm. and he's getting up there. Yep. And he has the heat. He has the rings. The, the ring ability. He mm-hmm. has the look. Everything. He's doing everything right. And 
him losing to Cena would be like how you guys feel when a part-timer takes somebody's title. Mm-hmm. It does nothing good for the U.S. for, okay, for the mid-level yeah, division. Absolutely. And, and it does nothing good for Austin. I understand the, the, the shock value mm-hmm. and the picture of the whole thing of John Cena, who, 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 at one, who is one of the greatest U.S. US champions of all time, mm-hmm. but it does nothing for Austin. Oh, yeah, of course. Of See, because the only, the only way that I would envision a situation in which you have – Austin Theory lose the title is if he was U.S. champion and still had the money in the bank, then it could work because you can have a situation where and this is where things could get crazy. If only, you know, he still was the money in the bank guy. You lose the U.S. championship to Cena. You still have the money in the bank. Cody goes over and wins the title. Then at the end of everything, you would have Austin Theory go and then cash in. That would make Austin Theory so legitimate. It ruins the story of Cody, so it doesn't really uh, yeah, they, work. They're not going to do but that. But <laughs> the only way you can have a situation where Theory can lose that title on his ascension right now and still keep his legitimacy and not get crushed is, is if he still did mess around and have the briefcase. But he doesn't. So it makes no sense to have him lose. But on WrestleMania, the biggest one of the biggest matches that of course, there's no plans for it right now, but Gunther, whoever he shares the ring with, it's going to be special. Because personally for me, at before the whole Cena and, and Theory situation was created, because once they announced that Cena was going to, I had a feeling it was going to be him and Theory, but I was hoping they would have a... Gunther take on Austin Theory, U.S. champion versus IC champion. Not for unification purposes, because at first I thought they were maybe thinking about doing that, but just to see who's the better champion. Because Gunther's performance in the Royal Rumble, you can't <sighs> not capitalize on that. That guy is going to be, you know, I personally, I think he should be the longest reigning IC champion he's of all time. Yeah. Um, I think he's 30. He's, he's got to be like 35. Early 30s. Yeah, 30, 34, 35. Let's see. But you cannot have WrestleMania and not have him have a legitimate match. I know you want they may want to run it back with Sheamus or whatever the case may be, but it seems like Sheamus and McIntyre got their own thing oh, going. Yeah, he's 35. So they're going to be doing the tag team stuff. Ooh, so, so they need Gunther to fight somebody and Ooh. give them a magnificent so match. The it's thing just a though is is I think I, I don't I kind of wanted them to save it for SummerSlam because as you mentioned, SummerSlam is really Brock's kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if they figure if they can figure out a way to get Brock and Gunther for SummerSlam mm-hmm. versus Mania, I think it'll hit a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they could also pull the trigger at Mania too, because you know they had that face off in the Rumble, mm-hmm. and it's ever since then it's been like a. I, this was the match I didn't think I needed to see, but yeah. now I need to see it. Yeah. So I think definitely Brock is on that docket for for Gunther for IC champion. But um, other than that, um, I will be fired like a triple threat. Armas, Gunther, and if Gunther wins, he be yeah, both then, of them. But then they still have because the, the the problem is, and I think that's where the confusion with Wyatt kind of is because with Bobby Wyatt, you know, you're not sure what angle they want to go with everything, and then with Brock and Gunther, I thought the same thing. That was be, this got to be the mania sort of situation? Because it's two nights. But then the, four, the once they had Omas do the call out, that's where I sat there like, wait a minute, I don't know what. The so that happened. goes back to the beginning when we said ever like Omas literally like a wrench. I'll be real. It sounds like this is a Vince match. 
events came because but that, they, that's, they, that's they, not wrong with that either. Yeah, right. there's not a problem with that. Yeah, but then with, with, so, so. with Gunther, I just want I just want him to get his legitimate spot because I'm happy we don't have no seven hour WrestleManias no more, and uh, you can break it into two days, which is great, so everybody can get their time. But for him, it's essential that dude gets at least. 15 minutes give him a a, a, a a dance partner in the ring whether it's for the ic championship um and he well obviously if he's a champion he's gonna have to defend but if he was to take on another champion or something of that nature give him an opportunity to go and showcase for 15 minutes like why i'm the dude you know because he needs to be featured it, it should on be, that show it should be bray versus mm-hmm. gunther but i'm gonna tell you why add the story element to gunther Gunther is a, is a general in the ring. Yep. General in the ring. Ooh, but okay. adding that story element is great. But my thing is, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm over Bray Wyatt. Yep. I'm right there with you. I am over Bray Wyatt. He has done nothing, mm-hmm. nothing in the ring that, in the ring where it justifies how great he is. Since 2014. Like that was his last. I think that was the be- last best year that he had. Really, like it's 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 it's. But I would want him to put over Gunther. Who mm-hmm. Bray? Bray. But yeah. he stay losing. It'd be his first L. But I think no. But it'd be Bray's first L. I think that Bray's in that position of like putting people over. Like I don't. Mm. But Bray's always been that chess piece on the board where he doesn't have to win for him to still be able to carry the character or carry the story or be able to move on like you know even even down to like if we rewind to the whole when everyone says that Bray should have beat Taker at that you know at that mania to now fast forward to the moment that they just had on Raw it was just like he just he has his own I think path and his own like puzzle pieces that he's putting together for himself but I don't think it's a win or loss type of situation I don't think it's like a I gotta have a title to to prove to myself or things like that like I think he's now in that position of like whatever talent he can do a program with that he that he's willing and able to put them in a bigger light because even though LA night everybody was kind of like starting to get on board with but then when the whole with him and the fiend and and, and that became a thing it was Every every week, everyone was talking about LA Knight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree with you. I'm not taking away away for you. Cool, but I feel for him to take a loss, it should be down the road to flesh out who he is as a person because we still a little bit too much mysteries behind him. We don't know who his um uncle Howie is. Mm-hmm. We don't know who is this. We don't know who else he's connected to. Should he get a loss eventually down the road? Of course. But right now, let it flesh out because you need more bone to the story. But I think he also needs more characters in this story. Yeah. Because I think we're at a point where he's narrating the story over and over Mm -hmm. again. And it's not completely connecting Mm -hmm. because it's just him more, more or less talking. Yep. Where... Me as the audience, especially the audience that we have now, which is like this, you know, instant gratification type of thing. Mm-hmm. You need more, more chefs in this kitchen right now to cook this up, mm-hmm. so I can get more connected to. Because the Uncle Howie is cool, but then it's like, damn, what else is going on? Yeah. Well, we have the Firehouse, we have the Firefront Funhouse this Friday but, on but, SmackDown, but, that, but, but that's what's to helping. See what you know, what's next? But I, and I think. It does play. It plays a role of the type of fans that I think most people are now. It has to be like tomorrow. It has to be this. It has to be that. And, and necessarily with 
his character is a is it's a snail's pace. It's a snail's game. So we just got to play those pieces. Um, let's talk about this week in wrestling real quick. Um, once again, we talked about Raw a little bit here and there, where Omos did challenge Brock Lesnar on Raw. Um, they had um, what else happened on Raw? I'm trying to think. Um, Edge and Theory. Um, oh, that main event. Yeah, um, yeah, that main event and Finn theory. came out, and yep. they 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 finish in that, which I think is pretty dope though, because yeah. I think eventually Edge should put over Finn Balor low key, mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor there. Well, didn't he before when 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 Finn had beaten him at um was it SummerSlam? Was it? Was it, yeah, but he had beaten him at one of the show, one of the pay per views. Finn had won, and he beat Edge, and then Edge went off television after they had jumped him the following. Oh, uh, um, I think it was Raw. SummerSlam. Then. It might have been SummerSlam. I think it was SummerSlam. Yeah, because I think, I think they, the way they're gonna ca- they're gonna cap off the stories with Edge, you know, ultimately going over and getting the W. But the the the, the only problem that I have with their whole thing was with Rhea Ripley obviously going to mm-hmm. take on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. With Beth, this is kind of the send off for Beth with that tag match, and they they went over. So now I don't want to see Rhea interfere in any business judgment day that involves days. Edge, with, because now that she's taken that L, Beth got her comeuppance. They need to separate Rhea from getting involved with Edge because you can't now introduce Beth back in, you know, and and then she now steps in because she's got to Rhea's got to worry about Charlotte. So they need to separate her from the entire and thing. And I think they're doing it. I think they're starting it this Friday because yeah. they're having the face off with Charlotte and yeah. Rhea on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I think they're starting to they're starting to position her away separate from Judgment Day yeah. so that she can focus on getting the title. But the one thing mm-hmm. I do like about what um, Triple H's reign of being in charge is yeah, he may separate you, but commentary will mention we yeah. we are ripping you of judgment, and that's day. commentary's yep. job, yep. right? And I think <laughs> they will have like the nameplate to still mm. be Judgment Day. You yeah, know? yeah. Unlike AEW, you know. We have all these champions, but you don't mention. Like, I forgot that Willow Yuta was champion. Yo, I Loki did until he took the title out. I was like, and he came oh. out with. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, ROH. Because ROH is not a real is not a real place. Anyway, now we can talk about eight dubs, um, and how. <laughs> so first of all, we are Tony Khan. Tony Khan, right? Yo, he, yo, you gonna you gonna get on the internet? The hype man of all time. You get on the internet talking everyone. about a big announcement. A big big announcement. So my ass gets home. I get home. My man tricks for the ratings. Seven thirty. See that? The flashlight's on, big dogs. I make a sit. I, 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 I make my meal prep. I'm sitting there. I'm excited. I'm like, what are you about to talk about? My connect hits me up. He's like, yo, he's not gonna sign nobody. I was like, what's this all about? He's like, just watch. So I'm watching. I'm watching. And this and this motherfucker Tony <laughs> Khan comes across my television screen talking to Renee. Renee, damn son. Yeah, I see why Mox, Moxie, Moxie, Moxie. She got the natural beauty. Yeah, Moxie did his thing on that one, boy. Moxie did his thing. But anyways, Renee's interviewing my man Tony Khan. You know, a, a, a little powder on the nose. Mm. He's hype. He's like, I got a great announcement. Yeah. He said, I'm going to let Adam Cole talk about it. Excuse me? <laughs> hey, Excuse me? Tony Khan will out. make an announcement, a big announcement. Tony Khan announced Adam Cole. And then Adam Cole comes out, like my brother said, hey guys, you know, I haven't haven't wrestled in a long time, but I'm back. And you can see me and all the AEW stars behind the scenes on our new reality show called AEW Access following... AEW Dynamite every week, Wednesday. No, but the part that that killed me was when he said a Wednesday in March. He didn't even give the date... (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't even know when it's coming. So so I'm I'm sitting there. In all honesty, it's so funny because I feel like I get more excited about this. Have you seen the slap show? Fire after a dub. Fire. I Fire. look forward to the slap show. Yes. Yes. You Every slap Wednesday. Show? But uh, listen, listen. Oh, you this, gotta watch this it. bigger fish surprise right now is the fact the that show weekly hard. we are getting these announcements. No, he only do announcements after WWE has a fire pay-per-view. You don't know yeah, this? And, but I'm just saying, I am tired of this. You could have tweeted about this. You could have made that a commercial. Was definitely a you tweet could have done worthy. a promo. But you may... No, but the thing about it, you got me. I ain't gonna lie. He got Tony the views. got me. Listen, when them, Tony views, got me. When them views come out, I, I want to see for that 15-minute segment this how is, that was. But this moment was a very... It was a newsworthy thing. But not the type of newsworthy that, that that you think it is that you that you um that you that you get a segment at your TV show. For. It, the thing, what it was is that it showed it showed that the networks are happy with AEW. Mm-hmm. You just gave them a fourth hour of content, but they had one before with the Cody. Yes, yeah. but that was more Cody. It was AEW because Tony Khan was executive producer on there, but. They're still giving them more TV time. Which is interesting because I think the viewership for this past Rampage was like under 300,000 people. What was the weekend though? It was President's Weekend. Everyone's traveling. Bro. All-Star Weekend. No one's home. No. No. Well, it's... There's way there's no. di- there's different ways you can look there's different ways you can look at this and it's too late too. But that but that's it, the, that's, that's the really what it is. It's that's not the problem. it's not the fact that there's another sports show going on or NBA game West Coast time. It's none of that shit. It's the fact that it's a ten o'clock show on a, on a Friday night. Yeah. Oh, who's watching that? Okay, here's my honest opinion. Why sometimes like I don't be watching a rampage because I forget. Smackdown been fire. A solid two hours that took it out of me. I'm like, you know where SmackDown for fell? Fell last year? <laughs> from twenty one from two thousand and twenty one to two thousand and twenty two, SmackDown is the is on the top one hundred top rated shows on television. Mm-hmm. Also raw. Mm-hmm. I want people to understand like the content that WWE puts out still pulls viewership. Now, when it comes to AEW, I'm not mad at Dynamite because it does show 800,000 to a million. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and and they got a, another hour of content. That's good, yeah. They're building their bread. Now, if they're doing it the right way, probably not. I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they're still pulling out people to watch. And the commercials, they get better sponsors. They're getting more sponsors. Yeah. It was It was interesting the other day. I was at work, right? And I'm with a client, and then this dude's talking to one of the other trainers. And he's like, oh, yeah, brother. He's like, oh, my God, that was the best time in wrestling. I looked over to the right. I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, that was the greatest time in professional wrestling ever. He's talking about the Hogan era. Uh, and then I looked at him. I was like, maybe. But think about it, He's around our age, which I don't understand why he said that dumb crap. Because most, because honestly, most guys that's like either in there, like, mid to late 30s they grew up on the Hogan thing but then he was like you know what The Rock and Steve Austin that that was a great I was like yeah it's good and the reason why I bring it up is because yes Attitude Era was the most relevant time in professional wrestling but we also gotta look at the time that the Attitude Era was was there it was crash television then not even that 
cable television was a thing. Yeah. And it just started. It got more affordable. It got more affordable. And everybody got the black box. Yeah. Yeah. So if so so at the time at the time of the attitude era, it was a cable boom. It was a cable it was a boom. Mm-hmm. So they came around the right. Don't don't get me wrong. It was quality wrestling that we were all watching. You can argue that it wasn't. You can argue that it was not. Debatable. The words it's debatable. You know. But the mere fact that WWE has one of the highest gates it ever had, and you probably can throw inflation in there, that Janelle just know just said says a lot. Mm-hmm. 2.5 million plus people are watching SmackDown. It never felt like, honestly, just high speed 2020, Raw never fell under a million. It maybe once in a blue moon it did. Very yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, it I'm did. Small, but yeah. at the same time, it doesn't. It's still like top. It averages a million. Yeah, averages a million there plus. There like you it's go. one point five to one point eight. Yeah, averages. But we ha- what I'm trying to say is that wrestling is still relevant. As much as people try to say nobody watches wrestling, you still watch that. People still watch it, oh, and all the the mere fact it falls in the top SmackDown falls in the top sixty ratings from last year. Top 60. That's wild. When you think about it. That is crazy. And Raw was in the top 100. And then WWE on Sci-Fi still was in the top 100. So that means AEW is falling in the top 150, 200 of shows that, that are on television. And what is that people still watch wrestling. And I'm happy that they got this third hour. That announcement was trash. But the fact that they got another hour of putting out content shows the relevancy of professional wrestling. Like, Vince McMahon asking for $9 billion, I ain't even mad Look, at you. I ain't mad at That's you. perfect. <laughs> Get your money. You, might, you should ask for 10 Low key. Because, no, 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 no. Honestly, because personally, I think that why is $9 billion is kind of like a, that's it. Because give and take... The top stars, they say the top stars is like NXT, you have a hundred, a hundred legit top stars. These top stars, unlike professional athletes, you can place them anywhere. Commercial, cause because um um they don't know how to act. You can put them any situation because they're not bringing five hundred people with, with the entourage, they're bringing themselves. And they know how to carry themselves. And let's say you have a Usos, you put a brand deal right there. Little um, Cheerios right there, boom. Brock, he had um, Jimmy Dean on his show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine all the athletes had little brand deals on them. As a company, I'm buying that. That nine million, that that nine billion, I eat that right now. Cause I'll make that tenfold, tenfold, twentyfold throughout. Even the first year, I'll make that. Talk about merchandise. You talking about how that? Hey, um, um, do you have any other wrestling? Yeah, cool. You got like a little battle club might get bought into this, that, a third. Regardless of what it is, $9 billion, like my brother said, you got archives of wrestling. The YouTube page, the Twitter page. Come on. It's- One segment on Raw, it may do like prime example. Bobby Lashley and Lana. Yo, on YouTube, those numbers were crazy. Raw could hit a million. But imagine that you get revenue off a YouTube number. You know about revenue. Two million? That's why he a millionaire. Allegedly. Dang. Allegedly. Dang. My man pulled a Jonathan Cena. He was like, you can't see me. It's not me. Like, like, I, like I said, it, it's the fact that they, they got a third hour. Mm-hmm. The network's happy with these guys. I can't. I couldn't stand that episode of, of, of Dynamite last week. Let's talk about it a little bit. A- MJF segment was trash. 
He didn't say anything. Yo, I does. thought Daniel Bryan Loki gave him a receipt with that fucking uppercut. Probably, <laughs> probably did. Yo, because the camera cut so hard to the left, like it moved so hard away from him. I was just like, yo, did he really like knock him out? But but what's going on here? Like, listen, John Moxley. Let's talk. Let's talk for a second. Yo. <laughs> John Moxley, <laughs> I understand that you like bleeding. You enjoy this. This is a rush. You get, you cut yourself. You go drink your beers in the back. Is he, he, is he still? Is he off? Off? No, off alcohol? I, yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's off still off alcohol. So so he, he does you, wine. What he does like you drink wine? No. So he probably going to go go in the back. You know, sit no, down, no, no. Sit, sit down with Renee. No drinking, and, and, and you know, and enjoy a your life. Heineken. Maybe this is this is yes. somewhat your addiction mm-hmm. of cutting yourself. This needs to stop. Bleeding in AEW has taken the luster out of it. Mm-hmm. Because not every match you need to bleed. Correct. Not every Correct. match. I don't need you to bleed in every match. That that um him versus Uno, um Evil Uno, it'll been fire, but you bled how many weeks into that? So it took away of um, um Evil Uno bleeding. Yeah, he started bleeding, yeah. then John started yeah. bleeding. I was I'm like, okay. everybody bleeding. It took it away. Because you've been bleeding, bleeding ever since. It takes away. Because back in the day when I saw blood in WWE. Blood meant ooh, something. Blood meant something. In video games? Ooh, when they introduced blood? Mm. Oh, my God. Hi. So let, so let me ask you this, Chisel Adonis. Yeah. You are a sports guy. Mm-hmm. You do you do a lot of um, reaction videos to all types of sports. Mm-hmm. You are a UFC guy? Yeah, from time to time. Yeah. So... Do they bleed in every match in UFC? No. My point exactly. If they don't bleed in actual professional mixed martial arts mm-hmm. where they're using hands and feet. <laughs> once again, hands and feet. And they don't bleed in every match. Why are you bleeding in every match, Mr. Moxley? I'm surprised. Even boxing. Even boxing. Yeah. Even boxing, like, there be some, like, if they do have blood, it's to cut out something with a butt. As far as, if they bleed like John Moxley, nah, match is over. Yeah, because it's gotten to the point now, because if you talk about, like, top bleeders of all time, or bladers, whatever the case may be, of course you got a flare up there who just, he want to bleed, taste his own blood, whatever the case may be. He's into his own DNA. You know, you got Triple H, people of that nature. Cena during the How about Mick Foley? Foley from time (laughs) to time. No, no, think about it. Terry Funk. (laughs) Terry Funk, yes. Foley. Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. uh, uh, You only bled on pay-per-views, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because you you have to bleeding has to mean something. Like right now, there's a yearning for blood in certain feuds in WWE where things can, as it continues to grow, you be like, man, this person they've got to bleed. So there can be a lust from the people to, and demand from the people for blood to happen. But when you're bleeding every single match, the blood no longer means anything. Because if I'm on commentary every Wednesday, you bleeding. How am I supposed to now tell a story to the public? Oh my God! Now he's bleeding. He's been lacerated. Well, we saw him lacerated last week. He's fine. It's like he has a disease. And exactly. His body can't blood the, clot. The moment that blood That's is wild. introduced, it should take the match to another level because we've gotten to another level of physicality. Yeah, but if you're if you're in regular matches where you're you're winning no problem and you bleed. 
and then you're in grueling matches, and now you're you you start bleeding. It doesn't mean the same anymore. See, so they fucked up on the stipulation, so that once again they're on the road to Revolution, which will be um next Sunday. So make match. sure to mm-hmm. um, RCP for that at Legends. Um, but they're having a Texas Death Match um at Revolution. But in all honesty, it probably should have been a first blood match. Yep. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, like at the same time, we fucked that up. Like we there was an opportunity for that because. I think us as fans have been on the overload of like, yo, he's always bleeding. He's always, like the last last week. It, it took like he, it was under two minutes. It was like, what are we doing here? So I, I right, like, like it, it didn't even we didn't even go to commercial. <laughs> he was bleeding, and I was just like, what are we doing? But it, it, but like you mentioned, it takes away from that intensity. It takes away from the story of it all because it's like this is just what you do naturally. It, it doesn't. It's it, how do we elevate the character when that's all the character does? You know, like so it's weird. Look, I love blood. You know, I love violence. You know, like I, I love it. But bro, every week I'm tuning in, like. Yo, what does that laundry bill look like for the mats and shit? (laughs) Y'all ordering new mats every week? Like, but like overall, it's just (laughs) like I know it's crazy. I've always wondered what is the prop uh, on what's the prop budget in like WWE whenever they got cars (laughs) or chairs, food. Every time they have a food fight, now that I think about it, it's probably sponsored. Yeah, it's got to be by by locals. I remember there was a a raw like when you said props in Brooklyn and. Um, I can't remember who they had a bunch of hot. Was dogs. it the hot dog stand yeah, when Ambrose came and out? I remember, I remember I was that. sitting. I was sitting in the crowd, and when they they flipped that you the hot dog, I'm over there like, man, I should rush the rings because huh? I'm hungry at this point, man. Those quality hot dogs too. They could. It was quality. It was Nathan's. I'm like, man, you should have just been throwing them into the stands or something like that. Catch a hot dog. And, like, come on, man. It's it's getting ridiculous. My man so, said, so you my wanted, man said, let me get a glizzy. Glizzy. You want to catch glizzies? I'm looking, I'm looking for produce that I can consume <laughs> in an effort to stay, you know, not chiseled. famished. And indeed, chiseled. Yes, indeed. Cut up like Nicole Brown Simpson. But we're not talking about that right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cut up like Nicole <laughs> that Brown is, Simpson. That's a bar, Loki. <laughs> that's a shit. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, to, to continue... I'm sorry. I just visually see the shit, so it's just it's hilarious. It's morbidly hilarious. I'll go back to Tony Storm mm-hmm. but, um, and Soraya being overrated. Um, they had and Jamie Hader did a, a promo, she was which Britt did not interrupt, which I appreciate. But once again, her still being there, it still overshadows her. So you guys are not listening. Um, don't get me started on that. Where's Willow? So Willow's on Rampage this week going against Tony Storm, <laughs> which actually would probably be a really good match, and I may tune in just for that. But um, just for Willow, but that's the that's always been the difficult part. Is like now they're they're literally a week away. They're going into the week of their pay per view. So like Dynamite next week will be at the Cow Palace. Rampage will be live next week. Um, so these are the like they're leading up to the pay per view, and they still have not given Jade any type of. What are we? What are we doing? Like, how does that work? And then, are you gonna rush the Samoa Joe and Warlow thing? Are you gonna now? You have a four four way tag team match, which honestly is unnecessary because you already had the writing for the acclaim and then the Gun Club, and y'all could have did that. 
without the extra tag teams because now you had this week you had Jeff y'all know I love me some Jeff Jarrett so I don't care Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal winning the battle royal and then next week there's another battle royal for the other team and that match <laughs> the claim versus the gun club I wouldn't mind them seeing them bleeding at the pay-per-view it was a one-on-one match that's the match you call for bleeding but now because of John Moxley you wouldn't blood for me thanks thanks John well there that go um, I'm trying to think what else. You got on yeah. Cody about that. I know Cody heard our episode. We teased him. Then he stopped bleeding. So, um, you know that I heard that uh, Kobe got some heat backstage. Who? Cody. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he has some issues backstage. With who? He's he, he's stepping on some toes and because he do because he he took he taking Triple H's advice and just putting the the, the feet to the pedal. Yeah, yeah, he's having some type of issues supposedly backstage. Just want to throw that out there. Um, uh-huh. you know what? Beating wrestling, I'm just going to say this, is no matter what you do, you understand? Because he's bringing eyes to the audience. Me as a referee, I see it this way. You could be Dominican. I don't care who you are. Listen, as long as you're the main event bringing butts to seats, I don't care. See, that's interesting. But, but who could possibly have issues? People are jealous. With because, Cody. Because no, because they can, they can be individuals who. Now, now, if it's a matter of cutting time, because, of course, Cody Cody's entrance, I mean, hell, he's probably. It's not as long as Roman. It's not as long but as Roman. The, 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 pyro, the pyro budget, you, you, somebody's not. Oh, getting, both of them. Yeah, somebody like, don't. Somebody, somebody not. <laughs> you're not having dinner because, you know, they got to put that money towards Cody's entrance. Now, if there's something like that, then I understand. But if it's a matter of, well, this guy just came back to the company. And they're positioning him like this. Well, he left the, the company, made himself legitimate, returned back. He's a star. You hear that Best guy? example. You hear that Drew guy? McIntyre. You hear that he guy? left. Oh, that was Galloway. Came back. Went to NXT. He came back legitimate. So, so I got a question for you guys. Do you think Kenny's leaving AEW? Oh yes, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I do yeah, without yeah. question. I believe yeah. he will show up. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know WWE so, SummerSlam. See, after but SummerSlam. that's my yep. thing. I don't know if WWE is the is the is the route. I don't know. I think where where hasn't he been? Okay, good point. Because that's the same. That was the issue with AJ when AJ signed. Because AJ mm-hmm. really had been everywhere, and then yeah. there was nowhere else to go. Yeah. But do, do you see like as you can see, Cody being in an AW world, it, he always seemed like the anomaly. He always seemed like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Do you think if? If Kenny comes to WWE, will he be the odd man out in this scenario? No, because thank God for the trailblazers of the Daniel Bryans. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The um Daniel Bryans, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. The guy who came from the Indies. Seeing Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens made event a pay per view. That's something of Indy's darling dreams. That took years, though, to get yeah. to. doesn't matter, though. Yeah, because it, since it had already happened. Right. And, now, and, and here's the beautiful thing for Kenny is... He can go if he were to join WWE today. There's a laundry list of people who he can work with and put on not only quality matches well, but I then quality see him feud, and Seth offer right? <laughs> so straight out of the gate, when he shows up, you don't need to rush him into a bunch of matches. This is one of the reasons why I enjoy what they're doing mm. with Cody, and I feel as if the injury actually did him. It was a blessing a in the much more of a blessing because I I loved. Back in the day when you had guys that, of course, you're on the program, but you're not wrestling every single week. I think that's what made Asuka very special Mm -hmm. because there's still an allure to it, Mm -hmm. right? So if you now bring in Kenny Omega, he comes into WWE after SummerSlam, and there's already going to be, you know, rumors buzzing on who's going to work with, whatever the case may be. You can plug him in. 
with any of your top guys and it could work. You can even throw him maybe into the mid card and have him work his way up, yeah. whether he's going towards the IC title the or he's going after the United yeah. you know, States Championship. Or maybe it's not even going after a title. He's just doing a program with somebody. He can legitimately be protected for maybe about a year to a year and a half, at max two years, before he even has to touch gold. So wait, I got a question. Uh, you, 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 like I got a question, right? This is how f- fans are very fickle. You brought up the point that he could be like untouchable for a whole year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. What was the problem with Cody winning when when he has to win? Because it feels like fans pick and choose who like win all the time. Oh, because they were sold on Sammy, yeah. right? So they wanted Sammy to now become the uh, pseudo Daniel Bryan from 2014. Mm-hmm. But the difference was Cody wasn't Batista. Cody wasn't just somebody who just came back. Cody had came back last WrestleMania, and then he was already ascending, and then the injury had happened. So when he came back, because everything with Sammy was so organic, they said, man, we can't slow down this heat. That's why I actually believed WWE heard the people, and they had Mm -hmm. Sammy and Cody get in the ring together and have Cody endorse Sammy, Mm -hmm. have Sammy, you know, not necessarily endorse Cody to, to a certain point because he would ultimately have to take on Cody if he had won, but having two of those big baby faces together, now the fans can't really try to pit them against each other. Now, yeah, you're not booing them. You're just, yeah, you're, you're kind of you're, just you're, you're cheering both of them because they both have a similar goal, which is the Roman thing. Mm-hmm. So you, but it's like whoever the lesser of the two, whoever can get to him first, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm gonna fuck with both of them, but whoever can yeah. get to him first, I'm still, I'm, I'm gonna ride with and cheer for a little harder. Yeah. I mean, it so, makes sense. Because it it's the sense. whole thing where everyone was fearful and we gotta wrap up. It was the whole thing where everyone was fearful about um, the putting Cody and Sammy in the same yeah. ring together in yeah. Brooklyn mm-hmm. at that at that point because they were like they didn't know what the crowd was gonna do or how yeah. we were gonna react to it. But literally, the whole arena was quiet. Everyone listened to what they were saying. Everyone was geared and actually backing up both individuals. And mm-hmm. that was kind of the first time I've really seen that in a long time, where two really big baby faces in that mm-hmm. sense really got the love from the crowd itself. And I think. They didn't. They didn't think the Sammy thing would go as long as it did, yeah. and and they've really done a really great job at mm-hmm. really keeping it going. Because now, yes, he didn't get to Roman, but he now can still figure out a way still to take down the Bloodline, which yep. is now going after Gonna the tag titles. So now to you know most likely be was your main event night one. Correct. I I I would do that if it was me. I would have yeah. the Usos versus Kevin Owens yeah. and Sami Zayn main, main event, event night one. Yeah. Um, I have a question. That I heard, so I you they know I only really listen to two other podcasts it'd be Jim Cornette or um Disco and oh, um Disco and Conan so Disco and Conan I'm had I'm Jim Cornette now. so they had they had did um they, it was a clip about them talking about the Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar segment and 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 Conan was very he's he's like I I'm very heavy on Santos he's very great he's very professional you know he's always been you know wanting to be better and do better and all this other stuff and then when as I'm listening to it I said holy shit what if this was a way to get Ray to align with Santos and him to take eventually take on the Judgment Day what if that was the way to do that where right listen when i listened to the clip and i thought about it it blew my mind i said wait what if this is the way where he gets the help that he needs to take on these niggas because 
it would be it, it, they would do it for their culture yeah how monumental yeah like how monumental of a heritage moment how how monumental of a match that would be for like a SummerSlam. It'd be That's a real great summer match. Summer match. Slam. I thought they were building this entire thing towards Mysterio versus Mysterio at Mania, which I still think can happen. But I, it, it's just no, it could. It could. I but think. Then it, I think it, they may even push it even to like next year. Like yeah, they, they may they, be because they they should now. I don't think it would work for this Mania because no. I, I think it's it's too much. You got Cody. You got yeah. Sammy. You got yeah. everybody else kind of like, and the, you got Logan and Seth. Like you got everybody else in the limelight. Yeah, but it would. I like that idea because it it works, and then um. The only downside would be when the ladies get involved. Uh, Zelina not doing nothing to to Rhea Ripley legitimately. So, so you so, think so, that so. they should build up to war games? Uh, I actually think Ooh. so. I actually think okay. so. That have could it be build a game until war game, but then sm- slowly sprinkle things in. So they could have it in a situation where you know Santos Escobar, everybody else, they just kind of like with Mysterio trying to sell it to them or whatever, and they kind of like give him the cold shoulder mm-hmm. somewhat. But then have it to where Mysterio doesn't feel so slow that he can't exchange a conversation or whatever but then slowly have you know the the judgment day maybe backstage kind of just bump into them or whatever make it seem as if they less than because and then like have with the um like have a women's tournament because Rhea's going to become the champion so then right. when you have like a women's tournament or something like that have Zelina get slided by Rhea Ripley and then have like a tag team tournament sort of situation of Finn and Damien goes over yeah. on 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 them or whatever the case may be and then it could continue to build and I, I at first I was thinking SummerSlam but I really like the now, idea now the War Games is dope and I think it's because like they had they like had been games. they've been talking about once again that shake up thing and that normally kind of happens that between like that right after WrestleMania to kind of gear up to um, SummerSlam in a sense because then once again that middle pay per view is Money in the Bank which they're doing in the UK so that's gonna be a really really big deal for them but um, yeah I think the War Games thing is dope and I think a part of that shake up is Judgment Day finally getting on SmackDown yeah because that was the whole thing with Ray moving the SmackDown was to get away from them but once Rhea wins that title I think that's when they'll transition and go to Smackdown or they do like the, the and like then the that's drive, how they can next thing you know yeah they can because then that's how because like, oh that's God. how Rick Boogs yeah. got on yeah. got on Raw when when Adam Pierce had announced that they had acquired at Rick Boogs I was like he was definitely on Smackdown so no he was injured but he was yeah, on, he was Smackdown. on yeah. Smackdown so when he redebuted on Raw I was yeah. like oh okay it makes sense they're so starting to kind of like they had to release him because like like um they had like a um they had like extension like an injury extension on SmackDown, because when someone get released, they had released them, and then what's they picked them up on Raw. It's still real to me. All right, well, this has been it's fun. It's real to me too. Yo, it's, it's been, <laughs> always this ha- real. This has been fun, Chisel. This has been thanks fun. For a, thanks for being fourth here. annual. It keeps getting bigger and Dr. bigger Umar and better. Doctor Umar of the of the Jabba Tears Nation. <laughs> they only show it during Black History Month. <laughs> I feel like that's the way to go. But about check it, out though. our previous. Um, we did the episode with Mysterious Q, the only black man in Indies with a fine ass mask. Shout out to him. Description below. Yeah, no, it was super dope talking to Q the other night. Um, he definitely has he's tagging with Brian Keith this weekend out in Texas. So anyone in the Texas area, make sure to go out and support them. Uh, once again, we'll be back at Legends. Well, the boys will be back at Legends um, on next Sunday for AW Revolution. Make sure you take your nap before you go to the bar. Um, Pull out of work the next day. <laughs> maybe. Um, but thank you. Chisel Dallas, please let everyone know where to find you. And if you have any upcoming things going on, please let the viewers and listeners know what's going on with you. 
Yes, yes, yes. This has always been amazing. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter at Chiseled Adonis. The C H I S E L E D A D O N I S. You can find me everywhere there on social media, and of course, um, with the conclusion of the NFL season, the Chiseled Adonis Awards will be going Ooh. live at uh, um, I believe March first or February twenty eighth. One of the other two days. Just look out for it next week. It's going to be a very big production to uh, recap what transpired the entire year. Um, that's always something that that the people look forward to. So okay. uh, check me out over there on YouTube. All right. Make sure that once again, make sure to follow and subscribe to Chisel Donuts' YouTube page so you can get all those alerts and things like that. Make sure to subscribe and then click the alert button. That always helps everyone to keep on the up and up. Um, next week, we will, next Tuesday night, we will be back at the JTP Lounge with one of the best referees in the business, um, Nick Shin. We're going to cap off um, Black History Month with his interview. Um, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Raw, uncut, all that jazz. That's him. Live and in color um, with us. And then um, next week, we will give our AEW Revolution predictions. Um, so make sure to stay tuned for that. But as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. And of course, our lovely Black History Month guest of the entire season, Chisel Adonis. And of course, Movie Mike in the building. Um, he'll be, <laughs> his thighs is, is impeccable. That's what he's proud of most. Uh, <laughs> at least he can't show y'all his abs because then he really be full of himself. But we love him. We, I'm glad he's up here. Um, and then um, April, we got some things cooking up for Battle Clubs. So make sure to stay your ears to the streets with that. And then also to Black Wrestle Fest. Um, details on that will be coming up. And then once again, Jobber Slam 3 um, will be in effect in July 2023. So make sure to keep your ears to the streets. Paid in full. Uh, once again, hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag we are out.